and welcome to Winning in Prayer, Winning Wednesday Bible Study. I'm Pastor Darrell. So glad to be with you again. Thank you for all of your support uh, for our our schedule for Monday Motivation, uh, Wednesday Night Bible Study, and even uh, Friday Night Live. My wife and I would like to just say thank you for all of the support. We really appreciate it. It means so much to us. So tonight, we're going to get right to it, and I don't plan on uh, teaching very long, but we're going to be talking about on tonight, faith for every situation. Faith for every situation. We're coming from the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. You know that the book of Hebrews was written by Paul. Paul went through a myriad of situations and uh, circumstances, and so he had to have faith for every situation. And the challenge on tonight is for you to have faith for every situation, not just for finances, not just for health, but for every situation that you'll face. Because, you know, I, I found out that we we tend to excel uh, in our faith when we're facing uh, certain situations. But God wants us to excel in our faith when we're facing every situation, all situations, doesn't matter what we're facing, we are supposed to excel in every situation. And I'm speaking by experience here, every situation. I don't care if it's finances. I don't care if it's a health challenge. I don't care if it's a marriage challenge, whatever the case may be, you and I, the believer, we are supposed to excel in our faith when facing every situation. You know, God uses our faith to distinguish us. To He, he uses our faith to distinguish those uh, that are his. And in, it's our situations and circumstances that we go through that he uses to prove that our faith is real. He also uses it to sharpen our faith, to help us grow in our faith. How are you ever going to know that you really have faith if you're never faced with the situation? You know, I can remember early in my marriage when my wife and I had a conversation and we, you know, we were talking about people saying that they were living by faith. And I, and at the time I said, you know, how can they really say that they're living in faith? And she said the same thing. We were both like, how can you really say that you're living in faith? How do you really know? Especially when you have a nine to five uh, and you, it, whether you get paid every week or, or biweekly, you know, usually whatever we need to take care of, we can get it done every week or every two weeks, depending on however you get paid unless it's something that's a challenge outside of that. So how do you really know that you're living in faith? You don't know unless you're faced with a situation or a circumstance where God proves that your faith is real. He grows your faith. He even sharpens your faith. So we're going to start tonight in uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. And again, we're talking about faith for every situation. Hebrews 11 one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, fit, not seen. Let me read that to you again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not 
scene. I want you to know right from the beginning tonight that faith has to be present, it has to be active, and it has to be alive. I'm not talking about faith for next year, uh, faith for yesterday, but I'm talking about right now, present, active, alive faith. And we have to have faith for what it is that we are seeing, the unseen that we see. This is why our faith is so important. It says faith is the substance. It's the proof of the unseen. So faith literally, faith literally legitimizes what you say you're seeing. And this is why, it, this is why how this verse starts off now is so important because you have to have a present, active, alive, right now kind of faith with the situation that you're dealing with, with the circumstance that you're dealing with, whether it be financial, health, uh, a marriage crisis. You have to have right now faith, faith that's present, active, and alive to face the challenge, to face, to face what you're dealing with. You know, when we have a right now situation, we need right now kind of faith to deal with it. Let me say that to you again. When we have a right now situation, our faith has to be right here, right now, present, active, and alive for every situation that you and I will deal with. And again, I want you to understand faith for what we see, faith legitimizes what you say or seeing, the unseen that you see, whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're believing for, faith helps to legitimize what you're saying you're, see, you're seeing. Before it materializes, before it's manifested, your faith helps to legitimize it, what you're saying you're seeing. So this is why we have to go through certain situations and circumstances so that God can prove that our faith is real, so that he can sharpen our faith, so that he can grow our faith, so that he can strengthen our faith. Listen, it's not like uh, faith is a one size fits all. We're going to have to need uh, a different faith to face every situation that you and I will ever face. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thank you, God. We need faith for every individual circumstance that we'll face. And it's not going to require the same kind of one size fits all kind of faith. Glory to God. And so this is why, again, I want you to understand, this is why you and I have to go through. This is why we're going to be tried. This is why our faith is going to be tested again. So that God can prove that our faith is real. So that he can grow us up in faith. So that he can sharpen our faith. And again, our faith further helps to distinguish us as the people of God. Glory to God. I, I, I like that. Let me say that again. Our faith further helps to distinguish you and I as the believer, as, as the chosen, as the people of God. You ought to give God a hand of praise right now for faith for every situation. Glory to God. You know, we have to be certain 
of what we see. And this, and this is what I said earlier. Faith helps to legitimize what you say you see. We have to be certain of what we say. We can't, we can't, you know, uh, guess about it. You know, we can't, you know, be close. We, we have to be certain about what we're saying we're seeing. We have to be certain about what we're saying we're seeing. And, you know, it's too bad that we can't go and pick up like a two-pack of faith, you know, buy some faith over the counter. The only way you and I are going to ever produce faith is that we face the situation and the circumstance that we find ourselves in the middle of. We have to go through the situation and the circumstance. Again, it's too bad that I can't go to Walmart and, you know, go to the shelf and pick up a two pack of faith or a four pack. It's too bad. The only way we're going to produce faith is by going through the situation and the circumstance. Glory to God. I want to point out something to you. Hebrews 11 and 6. Hebrews 11 and 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Again, as I said earlier, faith helps to distinguish you and I as a people of God, as the chosen, as the believer. We can't even please God, glory to God, if we don't have faith. We cannot please God if we don't have faith. You, it's 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 a it's a no brainer. It, it's it's not something to, to be discussed. We can't we can't try to uh, wiggle our way out of it. You and I, we have to have faith. We can't please. Let me let me read it to you again. But that it is impossible to please him. Now I know many of you, many of you desire to be pleasing to God. That that's, that's like a, a no brainer. We all desire to please, but listen, you can't please God without having faith. There's no two ways about it. There's no way around it. You have to have faith. I have to have faith if I'm going to please him. And again, it further, it, it, it goes it, 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 a long way to distinguish you and I as the believer, as the chosen people of God, this is how God distinguishes the believer from the from the non-believer. It's through our faith. So I know you I know you have thrown tantrums. I know you have kicked your feet up in the air. I know you have have uh threatened to quit like I have in the past. But the only way to grow up is to face it head on, develop some faith in the God that you serve, that he's going to pull you through every situation. Yeah, you have to develop the faith faith in the God that you serve, that he's going to pull you through every situation and circumstance. And listen, I know it doesn't feel good. Sometimes it doesn't look good. Uh, sometimes, you know, when time has passed, we wonder if God has forgotten, but I'm here to tell you the only way you're going to develop faith is to stay in there when it doesn't feel good, when it doesn't look good, when it's taken some time, you have to stay in there. Glory to God. You have to stay in there. This is how God is going to grow you up in your faith. This is how God is going to sharpen your faith. This is how he's going to develop and distinguish you as the chosen people 
of God. Glory to God. Now, I want to point out something to you here. I'm talking about on tonight faith for every situation. Now, Hebrews, the 11th chapter is known as the Hall of Faith. I want to I want to read a couple of these verses in here and point out how individuals handled their situations through faith. And I love it because none of the situations are the same. And as I said earlier, we can't have a one size fit all kind of faith. We're going to have to have faith for every situation. And I really want you to hear me on tonight. I really want you to walk away with this and embrace it. You're going to have to have faith for every situation. And every situation is not going to require the same amount of faith. But we have to have faith for every situation. Hebrews 11 and 4, it says, by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By faith. By faith, it was it was his faith that distinguished his offering as being more excellent than Cain. It was his faith. And I know you think sometimes uh, other people have things that that uh, you would like to have, but listen, let me tell you one thing. If if there's anything that you look at and want want to envy or want to have, it's it's faith. Have faith. Develop faith that would make someone else want to grow their faith up. You and I ought to have the, that kind of faith that would make someone want to look at our lives and model their life after our lives. Make them, uh, you know, I remember years ago they used to have a, have a saying said, I'm godly jealous. Now, I don't really put too much stock in it, but. Uh, for this situation to kind of fit, if we can make them uh, godly jealous or make them want to come up in their faith, this is what you and I are supposed to do. So it was his faith that called, that distinguished his offering as being excellent. Uh, 11 and 5, it says, Enoch escaped death and was translated by God, and he had a testimony of being pleasing to God. Look at that. He escaped death. He was translated by God. He had a testimony of pleasing God. Those three things alone distinguishes Enoch from all the other men in the Bible. He escaped death. He was translated. And he had a testimony that he pleased God. Hebrews 11 and 7, Noah built an ark and became an heir of righteousness. Noah built the ark and became an heir of righteousness. Now, in my study, I found out uh, on today that some theologians say that it took Noah between 50 and 75 years to build the ark. 50 to 75 years to build the ark. Now, I want to I want to I want to remind you, we're talking about faith for every situation here. This man's faith helped him endure 50 to 75 years to complete his task, his task. Sometimes we don't want to wait five minutes. We don't want to make we don't want to wait five uh, weeks. Definitely don't want to wait 50 to 75. So you have to have a faith that's going to meet the demand of the situation that you're facing. 
And this is why I'm saying every little thing, every each and every situation will help to grow your faith up so that you could get to a point that you will have the faith that will meet the demands of the situation that you're dealing with. Glory to God. We can't just have faith for the headache, but we have to grow up in our faith and have the God kind of faith that we can, that we can face every situation head on and know that he's going to bring us out victoriously. The eighth verse says that Abraham obeyed God and went out without knowing where he was going. Now, this is one of the best uh, uh, kind of definitions of faith. Faith is, 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 to, is, is to go and to do without knowing exactly. It says he went out without knowing exactly where he was going. But it was his faith. It was his faith that faith that caused him to be able to do it. Listen, you have to have the kind of faith that if God challenges you to go without knowing exactly where you're going, you can do it. This is what God is calling for uh, for me and you in the, in the hour that we're living in. We're being pulled and stretched in so many different directions. We need to have the kind of faith that we can stand and face and deal with every situation that we're that uh, that we could possibly faith face we need to have the faith to deal with every situation now hebrews 11 and 11 hebrews 11 and 11 it says through faith sarah sarah received strength to conceive now here she is here she is dealing with a situation that looks impossible and there's going to be some, there's going to be times that you and I are going to be faced with situations that may seem impossible, but it was her faith that caused her to overcome the situation and receive strength enough to receive. Glory to God, Hallelujah! I want you to understand though tonight, we're talking about faith for every situation. Here's here a man is uh, a challenge to build an ark that took. 50 to 75 years. Now, here, here she's facing a situation that seemed impossible, but it was her faith that caused her to receive strength enough to receive faith for every situation, every small situation, every big situation. We have to have the faith to, to meet the demands of every situation. And I love these two verses of scripture because it didn't happen immediately. They had to endure. They had to endure. And we're not going to always receive victory overnight. It may take a while. So again, we have to have faith to meet the demands of every situation we'll ever have to deal with. Glory to God. Faith for every situation. Now, the 30 verse, I'm going to skip over to the 30 verse. It says, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down after they were, after they were compassed for seven days. After they were compassed for seven days. The walls of Jericho came down after they were compassed seven days. Here again, it didn't happen immediately. It took seven days. Do you have faith enough to wait seven days?
Do you have faith enough to wait seven hours? Do you have that kind of faith? Because I'm here to tell you, every situation that we're going to face, if we may not be able to get uh, the answer, the deliverance, the healing in 24 hours. It may take seven days. What if it took 50 to 75 years? What if it took 10 years? Are you going to give up and walk away? Or are you going to stay? Or are you going to endure faith for every situation? Faith for every situation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Faith for every situation. Now, I want to take you to the 32nd verse. And we're going to read this. We're going to read several of these verses. Because as I, as I said, we're talking about on tonight faith for every situation. Now, again, the 11th chapter of Hebrews is known as the Hall of Faith. I want to read what some of these other, some of the other people in the Bible went through. But it was their faith that brought them through. So at the 32nd verse, it says, and what shall I more say for the, for the time will fail me to tell you of Gideon and of Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David also, and Samuel, and, and the prophets. Now, all of these individuals went through things, and it was their faith that brought them out. 33rd verse, it says, who through faith subdued kingdoms, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. Glory to God. Say, quench the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. All of this through faith, faith for every situation. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scornings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. But it was their faith that made the difference. It says they were stoned. They were sawn asunder. It's talking about the, the disciples. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Their faith made the difference. It says, of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. But I want to read the 40 verse. It says, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. In all of these situations, it was their faith that made the difference. Faith for every situation. They, it says they were sawn asunder. Some were stoned. Women received. Uh, their, the dead raised. All of these situations, the faith, their faith is what made the difference. And as I said earlier, your faith is going to help distinguish you as a man of God, as a woman of God, as, as a people of God. You know, when when a person makes the, want, the, the most wanted list and they're captured, 
and they're talking uh, to the captive, what the you know the policemen that have captured him. They ask, you know, uh, what are the are there any distinguishing marks like tattoos and things like that? And they'll tell him, you know, it has a left a tattoo on his left arm. You know, our distinguishing feature has to be faith, no matter what. Glory to God. When the enemy looks at us, he ought to see that we are people of faith. When the enemy makes up his mind that he wants to try us, he he should he should he should be able to see that I'm a man of faith. He should be able to see that you're a woman of faith. He should know that he's in for a fight. Glory to God. Just as a wanted criminal how they look for distinguishing marks and features for that man or woman, you and I, our distinguishing feature has to be our faith. It has to be our faith. Glory to God. It has to be, it has to be our faith. No doubt about it, no question about it. You and I, our distinguishing feature has to be our faith. It's what set it's what set us apart from everyone else. It's our faith. Now I have a couple more scriptures for you, and then I'm going to get out of your way. Uh, James, the first chapter, James one, I want to read two and two through four. It says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, meaning different temptations. And again, we're talking about faith for every situation. When you fall into diverse temptation, it says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. As I said earlier, our faith helps to grow us up. Going through situations and circumstances helps us to grow up in our faith. It's how God sharpens our faith. It's how God develops our faith is by us going through different situations and circumstances. It says, I want you to look at verse two, because a lot of times when we go into different situations and circumstances, if we don't go in them the right way, we can uh, we can lengthen the time uh, that we're dealing with this situation. We can prolong it because we're not going through right. I want you to understand on tonight, uh, what is your faith perspective? It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. How, how are you feeling? What are you thinking when you're being challenged? Are you pouting? Are are you uh, complaining or do you have a faith perspective that no matter what, no matter how long, no matter how difficult that I'm coming out on the other end with victory? I want you to understand that as you deal with situations and circumstances, you ought to be a, you ought to start developing a faith perspective. What's my faith perspective? It says, look, I want to I want you to see this again. It says, my brother, count it all joy and you joy when you fall into diverse temptation, temptations. When trouble hits your life, do you count it all joy? Do you see it as uh, this is my next challenge and I know that I'm going to come through with victory? Or are you murmuring and complaining? 
You have to have a faith perspective. Count it all joy. Can you count it all joy when you're going through? Can you count it all joy when you're being tested? Can you count it all joy when you're being tried? Can you count it all joy when it looks like you're not going to make it? Can you count it all joy when it looks like you're not going to come out? Can you count it all joy when it looks as if God isn't paying attention? Can you count it all joy? You have to have a faith perspective and know that I'm coming out on the other side with victory. You have to have a faith perspective that says, God is not trying to destroy my life. I'm not being punished. I haven't done anything wrong, but God wants to process me. He wants to grow me up. He wants to sharpen my faith. He wants to develop my faith that I can have faith to meet the demands of every situation. I can have faith for every situation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do you have a faith perspective on tonight? Do you have a faith perspective on tonight? It says that we are to count it all joy, not be down, not be depressed, not be doubting, and not, not be without faith for the situation that you are facing. You have to have a faith perspective. Why don't you put it in the comments that I have a faith perspective? I have a faith perspective because it's what's going to make the difference. You know, I, I have said in times past, why? Where are you, God? I have, have told God, you know, I, I feel like I'm being punished. What have I done wrong? Why me? The moment you ask any of those questions, it, 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 it says a lot about your maturity level. But when you have a faith perspective, you understand God's trying to do something. God's trying to take me somewhere. God's trying to sharpen my faith. God's trying to develop me. God's trying to grow me up. Scripture says uh, that we are to grow up into him in all things. Again, we have to have faith for every situation. We don't have a one-size-fits-all kind of faith. Every situation is going to is going to demand a a different level of faith, but we have to have faith for every situation. If you can believe God for the headache, then you need you also need to uh, be able to believe God uh, uh, to heal your toe, and then whatever else comes after that. Again, we have to have faith for every situation faith for every situation let me give you one more scripture here and i'm going to get out of your way it's in psalms uh, uh 46 uh, i could just read i could just say this but i want to read it psalms 46 10 and we're about to wrap up psalms 46 10 it says be still and know that i am god I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I'm God. Listen, sometimes when you're trying to 
develop your faith, one of the best things you can do is just be still. Hallelujah. You, 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 you've tried to figure it out. You've, you've tried to rework things in your bank book. You've tried to redo the budget. You've went and got a, 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 a part-time job. All of these things we try to do instead of having faith for the situation and the circumstance, instead of having faith to meet the demands of the situation. One of the best things you and I can do when we're trying to develop our faith is be still. Be still. Listen for God in the situation. Be still. Feel for God in the situation. Be still. Be led by God in the situation. Because when you're reaching and you're trying to do things, sometimes we can make rash decisions and we can do things that don't help help us in the situation. We can do things that don't benefit us in the situation. We can do things that will prolong the situation. I want you to know tonight, when you, if you're dealing with the situation on tonight and you're wondering where God is, uh, I want you to understand that sometimes you just need to be still. Stop ask, stop asking people for their for advice and just be still. Sit in the situation and let God work the situation out. Don't ask God why. Don't ask him to hurry up. Don't ask why me. Just sit in the situation. Be still. And learn to watch God move. Learn to watch God work. Glory to God. Be still. Be still. Be still on tonight. And develop your faith perspective to the point where you can say, no matter how hard the wind is blowing, no matter how hard the rain is coming down, that God, I still know that you're here. Because your word says that you will not forsake me. So even though the situation looks bad, it looks tough, it looks grim, you're still in this situation with me. You haven't forsaken me. You're going to bring me out. It may be taking longer than I would like, but I'm coming out. My faith perspective says I'm coming out. My faith perspective says I'm growing up. My faith perspective says my faith is being sharpened. My faith perspective says I'm coming out better than when, when this situation first began. Glory to God. You have to have a faith perspective on tonight that will help you endure and deal with every situation, every situation, every situation. Again, our lesson for tonight is faith for every situation. Father, I thank you for this time of teaching your word. I pray that every listener, God, will be still in their situation and allow you to sharpen their faith, develop their faith, grow them up in their faith. Now, God, I know that some situations uh, look dark. They don't feel good. They don't look good. And sometimes we can wonder where you are, but help us to have a faith perspective on tonight. Hallelujah. 
that says, no matter what, I know that you're going to bring me out and that you haven't forsaken me, that you love me most of all, and that you're going to do it. I know that it looks, it looks, it doesn't look good on tonight, but God, I believe that you're going to do it. And I thank you that, that you're going to strengthen them, God. You're going to do it. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. Amen. Listen, thank you for being with me on tonight. I have enjoyed myself. Faith for every situation. Amen. Listen, if you've got a situation that you, you're dealing with that you want us to pray about, you can direct messages on uh, Facebook or you can email us at pastor at winninginprayer.com. Listen, I love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, continue winning in prayer. See you next time.